the sharp tank. No jumper. Sharpest, coolest podcast in the world. And today, I got somebody that I feel like everybody been wondering where he's been <laughs> since then. <laughs> we got 16 shot him in the building today, man. What's going on with my guy? Shit, man, cool. I like yeah. how you start this shit off and make yeah. this shit like suspenseful or something. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's how I feel like it should be, man. So I want to dive off. Man, I want to talk about you first because I'm sure there's people want to know the bullshit. We'll, we'll get to that later on through the segment. But right now, I want people to know who 16 shot him is and where he comes from. So I'm from the south side of Chicago. Mm-hmm. I probably started like dealing with the cameras like three years ago, three and a half years ago. Yeah. But like I used to rap. So like the reason I even bought a camera was because like the cameraman in the city that is charging so much for videos. Mm. So I just bought my own to uh, shoot my own shit. But I ended right. up never using it for like a whole two years. Right. I ended up catching the case, getting put on house arrest and was bored. So Damn, the fuck you get put on house arrest? For what? I was really out on bond. <clears throat> For armed robbery, I ain't do this shit though. But of course, <laughs> of course, <laughs> but like, of course we no, most definitely, man. We gotta always throw that one out on the board. Yeah, but as I was like out on bond, I, uh, <clears throat> this why I stopped rapping. It was a music video I was in, and there was a video they seen me with like a Glock or something, and they found that video and showed it in court. And then they violated my bond and locked me back up, so I had to bond back out. But they put me on house arrest, but with no movement told me I can't go to school, work, church, nothing. I just go to court for a year straight, once a month. How do they expect you to to survive or to live? I don't think they care. Like, yeah. I ain't never even heard of that, though. Like, most of my homies, they get movement and shit from, like, these hours to these hours. Like, I stayed in the house for a year straight. So, like, I ain't really had no- nothing but time to learn the camera shit. Like, I'm just in the house. That's interesting. Yeah. And that led into getting booked for videos, and then I did an interview and it just went viral. Yeah. So I just kept doing this shit. Like right. King Von was like my third interview. So I kinda had a a crazy start like off back. You feel like that was the one that kinda pushed tipped the bucket? Uh yeah. Not like immediately. <clears throat> like it had an effect immediately on the city. Mm. But it's like as he grew, I seen that shit directly to me. Like every time he grew or had an accomplishment did something crazy. I seen that shit directly on my channel, subscriber-wise, right. views, money. So it was like, how'd you know. get how'd you get connected with him? Shit, really, just like word of mouth, like talking to people. I'm asking people like, who you think I should work with? And it's crazy. One of his ops told me to work with him, cause it was like, mm. that's that's like how his name was out there. It's like even people that didn't like him, they respected him. So it was like, yeah. they like, I ain't gonna lie, I don't fuck with dude, but this would be a good one. So you so you're telling me that you and King Von rest in peace, you know, and you even being able to work with him, you telling me you and him, y'all never really had no relationship or any type of thing like that. Like it was just yeah. you heard of him, he heard of you, yeah. kind of type of ordeal. Yeah, like when I first found out about about Von, he was in jail, like fighting a murder or something like that. Yeah, and they was asking me to interview him for the longest, like even be- before the. Uh, not for the longest, because I wouldn't do an interview that much longer. Yeah. But, like, when they was asking me, I don't think he was really rapping or nothing. Because I remember they used to ask me to interview a lot of people, like a lot of street niggas that was just, like, this dude named Melly. He uh, from a hood named 051. He never did no song, never rapped. 
but got a fan base of a rapper. And it's just like, wow. I I can't confirm shit, but it's like, he he basically known for being a killer. He passed away. So it's like, you got the clout of a rapper from, you know, word of the mouth on the streets type shit. And these type of people, they want me to interview, but I don't know what I can ask him. Cause it's like everything they want to know is nothing like that he could promote. It ain't music, it ain't, you know, it's right. street shit. So Vaughn kind of was like that. And then once I seen he was rapping, I'm like, oh yeah, it makes sense. So you telling me that he never really tried to make no transition, even having that type of pop, right? Like you said, like he's not really known. This man's not known for rap, or he's not known the, the man you was talking about. Like he's not really known for rap, or he's not known for nothing like that. But he has a fan base, and he does things like one. Yeah, I'll, you tell me yeah. he ain't never tried to really take. You never seen him try to take it to another level. Yeah, I never really met him. I DM'd him though. Like before he passed, like telling them like, you know, you could do something with this. Like it's people mm. who uh, love this type of attention and you just got it. Mm. Like you ain't in, it's like you ain't really doing shit with it. Like, oh, good looking. Mm. I was basically telling like, even if you don't know how to rap, the fact that your reputation you got, it'll do something. Like I see it all the time. I see niggas who got killer reputations, but can't rap and they come home and go up. Right. Wonder what, like, because I, I see that all the time, man, you know, and it seems like with you, you coming, because I got to I, I want to know, man, and I'm sure the viewers, they want to know. Chicago's not, it's not the safest place to where you say, okay, yeah, I'm going to raise, I want to raise a family. Like somebody's getting up and moving to Chicago. When do you hear that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Somebody, like, for real, right? Like, somebody say, like, man, I'm, oh, man, you talk to your neighbors. You'd be like, man, where y'all moving to? Like, you could be living out here. Oh, to Chicago. Yeah, everybody trying to get We've never been there. You know what I'm saying? Like, they've never been there or nothing. You don't really hear that. Like, I, I got to know from you, like, what's it like? Because you do, you, you shoot interviews. You are an interviewer. You interview for the people they don't know at home. Like, you, like, I've watched your visuals, man, and some of the things that you've captured in Chicago, what is it like being somebody who's behind the camera and being in Chicago to where niggas is around there shooting in the daytime, like it's cap guns? I mean, it ain't, I don't think it's what people think because it's like, that's what I'm accustomed to. Yeah. So like, of course, like seeing certain shit, you know, like certain shit ain't right, you know it's crazy, but yeah. it don't be as crazy as people on the outside look at it. Like, you done gotta leave the city and mm. go to somewhere else and see how other people act and how they think. And yeah. you will start realizing like, damn, I don't think like them. And you will look at them like they crazy. Like, yeah. cause you look at them like, you got like a victim mentality. Like the way you think so you gonna get fucked up out here. But reality, right. we just, our head's fucked up. Cause it's like, you should be able to go outside and go to the club and chill and be regular. Or you should be able to do regular shit. But we be looking at the shit like, Oh, it's loose. Like, what was it like for you growing up and you used to go to the clubs and shit like that? Were you having fun? Like, were you? I never really. Like, when you did stuff like that, like going to the clubs and shit like that in Chicago when you was coming up, or like just going to parties? I ain't really like that type of shit. Like, I was in the club probably when I was like 16, 17, when I wasn't supposed to be. And it was Damn. fun to me. Because you could just pay to get in type shit. Right. Or right. depending on who you where you get in. So, like, right. then it was fun to me. Like, being in a strip club. I remember I got finesse. Well, we gotta talk about it, loved one. You know what I'm saying? Take your time with your joint, man, and just, you know, let's reflect. I learned my lesson though. I'm right. In, I'm in a strip club, you know I'm young. Yeah. So like I used to like do a little shit on the side to get money. So I had a, a little money, like a couple thousand dollars. 
So I'm walking to the strip club with that shit on me. And this is my first time being in a club and seeing how the girls reacting. It's like, like when you throw bread on the ground and the birds run up, that's how they are. So Damn. me being young and Ooh. not knowing no better, I'm thinking they all fucking with me. I'm really feeling like that nigga and I'm yeah. all these, you know? So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm throwing money. You young, I'm love just throwing one. that shit. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. Then when that shit run out, like like right before I ran, I probably had a couple hundred left. A girl whispered in my ear like, you trying to come to my room? I'm um, yeah. Ooh. She she oh yeah. Uh, I try I try to stoop fifty an hour. I'm yeah. Like, what the fuck? I just threw all this thousands and I ain't new to shit. you. Yeah, it was new to you. <laughs> but that was new to you. I was kind of mad because I was with older people. Yeah. It's like they let me do this stupid ass shit. Yeah. And like when I went home and I was broke, I felt shitty. Damn. It was like I just got finesse. But yeah. Did you ever? I gotta ask. Did you ever allow that to happen to you again? Hell no. Nah. It was like I was young. I didn't know no better. Now I got to now that shit don't really excite me for real. Like I got to I got to know, right? I got to know because I I Chicago ain't the, they ain't the place man, but I, we call it Chirac. You know, I I stayed out there a little bit so I I know about it. <clears throat> I watch some of the people that you be interviewing cuz I see you out there man, you be on the block broad daylight sometimes, interviewing people. Sometimes, not all the time. Though. Not all the time. Okay, but just even them sometimes. I've watched people like they they watch and they surroundings. You just staying on the camera. But I'm watching even the people that you interviewing they're looking that their surroundings, they're they're watching certain shit. And I'm just watching you just keep the camera focused. That don't kind of like you don't ever feel something like man like damn this shit is for real. So I don't be just staring at the camera. My head going to swivel too. But like yeah. It don't make you nervous. Like, I got to add, like, it don't make you nervous just a little bit. Not really nervous. It's just like being aware. You know, to be yeah. aware is to be alive. So just be aware of what could happen and where you at and, yeah. and shit like that. But I really didn't. I ain't really had too many crazy situations shooting interviews. The music yeah. videos is where shit really was getting wild at. Right. Like, that's why I kind of slowed down on the videos because I honestly made more doing the interviews and yeah. I was risking my life way more doing music videos. Like, yeah, that shit really wasn't worth it to me. Yeah. Like, I'm so getting in shootouts for shit that don't got nothing to do with me. Damn. Like, I'm on the y'all block and y'all ops come slide through and I'm out here. Or I'm on y'all block and y'all hot and the police come slide through searching everybody yeah. and then I go to jail. Shit like that. So I ain't really like that. What made you make the transition? Because Chicago native, born and raised, correct? what made you make the transition to LA and just to the West Coast period? Really just to expand, like like yeah. growth, because in my city, I ain't work with everybody, but it kind of feel like that. So sometimes I just be in there not knowing what to do next, like, because yeah. I don't want to keep doubling back on the same people, because there's certain people I know I do an interview with them, it's going to go up for sure. But I don't want to just keep doing the same. I'll be trying to find right. new shit. So like out here, I felt like it was like starting over. Yeah. Like not as many people know me out here like they do in Chicago. So it, it really was harder because it's like I go from being somewhere where like majority of people know me to most people don't know me here. So it's a little harder, but I did it because I knew it'll, it'll pay off in the long run. Like as far as growth, like it's a whole new audience, whole new type of crowd. Are you nervous being around a different crowd versus you being back in Chicago and doing this? 
not nervous, but I'd say I'm more comfortable in Chicago. Cause it's like, wow, my uh, everybody here, I probably met within the last two, three years. So it's like, I don't, I don't know, it's like it's kind of hard trusting people. Like I fuck with them, we cool, but my people, my people. It's like, I don't really know what be going on out here. Like this whole different lifestyle. The gangs operate different, there's different gangs out here. Like we don't got bloods and crips and shit like that. What do y'all got? Y'all got uh, GDs, GDs, BDs, Vice, Vice Lords, Lords, Stones, uh, Latin Kings. It's a lot of gangs, but like, I think the most known gangs as far as like, to the like social media wise to the world, would be like the BDs and the GDs because the rappers. Yeah. What do you think made? Because obviously, when them gangs was created, like out in Chicago, like out towards Midwest, and people was doing that. Who was in the music scene back then? I mean, who? What's made? What's made rappers today out that way pick that type of stuff up? You know what I'm saying? Like pick up even wanting to be a vice lord, being you know what I'm saying, a BD, a GD, trying to be these things. Like, where do you think they've been influenced? Uh, back in the day, like that shit, I don't know. But like, yeah. I say like the recent generation, Chief mm-hmm. Keith, because like, yeah, it was BDs and shit in the city. But like when Chief Keith blew up, it seemed like everybody became BD. Everybody started having dreads. Like the suburbs even got worse. The niggas start carrying guns and mm. shooting niggas and shit. Like it, it been crazy, but I feel like people watched Chief Keith and seen that and it was like, all right, this the blueprint, this the way they make it out. Cause this somebody that come from a environment like us and we see he made it out. And this is probably the only example we got. So when we see him in the video with the guns and you made it. We like, all right, this is what you do. Show the guns. So it's like niggas been had guns, but I don't think they're showing them. Everybody's probably scared. That, so. And that led to my my next question to it, you know, was because uh, you, I, I noticed you interview a lot of drill rappers. That's what you, you know what I'm saying? Me and you were talking, you was like, man, yeah, you know, it's the, it's the drill music that comes my way. And I noticed with drill music, everybody shows the biggest guns they could show or the, biggest pistol or whatever like I, I don't understand what that part of it's for like why are you showing them if you are okay cool i get it you are you riding you riding but i never understood why they're in every video that's really just a lifestyle like if it, if they wasn't shooting a video nine times out of ten if you would have pulled up all mm-hmm. them guns would have still been there so yeah. it'd be like sometimes sometimes be situations where they homies don't even know they shooting a video. They call the cameraman, cameraman pull up. He ain't phoning, we shooting a video, getting a video. They already got the guns. Cause it's like, you can't be in two of people out here. You being a cameraman, how does that make you feel like knowing that you might be in, the, well, I mean, shit, you're always probably 90% in them settings. How does that make you feel when you know, like, there's probably niggas, man, there's probably a hundred guns with me right now. You know what I'm saying? Like around you're like, you, and they might not know you. But you there, you're there to film because this is your job. It's kind of dangerous what you do, church, a little bit, right? Yeah, but I get a lot of love in the city. Like, yeah. I never, at least in person, I never had nobody do nothing weird or like make me even feel uncomfortable. Like they go out, they actually go out their way to make me feel comfortable. Like mm-hmm. on some, yeah, you good out here, you know this and that. We we got this, we got that. Like they not make me feel like the guns you gonna use them against me and rob me. They on some this for protection, yeah. even though like. I don't listen to none of that shit. Right. <laughs> I protect myself, but it's like right, right. It don't, it don't really be that feeling. Like I had a few shoots where, like, 
I didn't know nothing about the person at all. Mm. And shit like that, that's when it started feeling weird. Cause it's like, I don't know who you're affiliated with. I don't know what's going on. I'm walking into a situation blind basically. But for the most part, I don't do that. Yeah. It seems like it's been, what you do, like it's been very lucrative for you. Uh, you staying, just even, from where you even evolved, you had told me something about, I think a man named Zach TV, am I correct? Yeah. And you saying like, I, cause I always wanted to know, I was like, well, why are you doing, like what made you even pick the camera up? You told me you would have never even picked it up. That man wouldn't have passed away. So I just wanted to give him his respect and how so that even, how that make you, how that even make you feel to even inherit that. I ain't gonna lie, that shit feel good. Like when people compare me to him, Sometimes it be weird because I don't know if they doing it in a good way or a bad way. Cause it's like when I first when I first started like my third interview, they was like, "Oh, this the next Zach," and that feel good knowing like I you was the top in the city doing this shit. Mm. This my third interview and they compare me to you. But at the same time, it's haters that saying that in a negative way because he got killed, and they oh you the next Zach. So it's like it be kind of weird. Like when he when he first died. I think everybody stopped doing interviews. Everybody was like scared and confused. They like, damn, they out here killing cameramen. Like, what's going on? And then when he got killed, that was even more crazy. So when I popped up and did this shit, it kind of was like a, a shock factor, I guess. It's like the lane open, nobody doing it. So it's no competition. And then everybody like, you see what happened to the last dude. So it's kind of like, who the fuck is he? What's, is he is he cool? What's wrong with him? Right. But I seen the, uh, I seen the reaction I got as far as like the views. So I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna keep doing it. Like, I ain't really know what it was gonna grow into, but I knew it was gonna do something. Cause it was views I never seen before. Cause you already know how to edit and all this type of things. Like how to even press the button on yourself and okay, this is how I'm gonna clip it. Cause it seems like you do a lot of your own work. You're all independent. Yeah, I mean, I, I got people that do that shit <laughs> for me now. Yeah. But I mean, you do make a lot of. I've, I've checked your resume, and you make enough money now to where you can do that. Church. <laughs> yeah, you know that shit pay for itself, though. It, it does good. if you move it right. But like, yeah, when I when I first started, I ain't know nothing about none of that shit because it's like none of my friends was cameramen or none nothing like this. So like, I didn't have nobody to go talk to and go ask for advice. Mm. Like, I was just on YouTube finding that shit out. Like every time I got a question, I'm just typing on YouTube. Alright, that's how I do that. And, Put that shit together. Interviews so, really was easy. So you were, so you're telling me that you were self-taught. Yeah. You were self-taught in what you're doing today to even build your following. Yeah. Like I really didn't. I ain't really know how to build a following. It's just the shit just started happening. It's like this shit really fell in my hands, and it's like I just feel like I'd be dumb to stop or not keep doing it. Like yeah, I put in the work I did the interview, but like. Most people they gotta put in way more work to to get to that point. Like my first interview did well. Do you feel like you have a personal obligation to this? Is this like a self? It's like this is this for you? Like is it something that you feel like in you to where you have to like I have to make this work? Like you feel like it's just it's on you. You can't. It's not going away. Yeah, I, I didn't put too much in it already. So, so like I just dedicated the last three and a half years of my life every day to this. Yeah. So, yeah. What's your family think about that, man? Like your new, you going from, cause I've, I've talked to you and a lot of the money that you've made, loved one legitimately has been nice. 
you know, you 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 make good money. You do you do some top tier interviews. I watch you almost do like doc, even some documentary style, oh, almost. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that DCG. That's what I see about you. Like you kind of do things like documentary style, and I feel like you're ahead of your time. I appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I want to do more of them too. It's just it take a team, so yeah, it'd be kind of hard putting shit out like that. Yeah. What's one of the, I'm going to ask you, what's one of the hardest interviews you feel like you had to do by yourself that you was like, fuck, like, this one was kind of hard, but I'm going to make it happen? Uh, honestly, a few. Yeah. I can't really remember the specific people, but I remember, like, the issues I had, like, yeah. I pull up the camera dead or pull mm. up the memory card full and... I can't delete the shit because I ain't put it on a hard drive yet. It just be a lot of situations, not no more, but like in the beginning, a lot of situations like that, and I was making shit happen. Like if the mic was dead, I'd probably put the voice note on the cell phone and record the audio like that. Yeah. But like as far as clients, uh, I say this. <laughs> this <laughs> Come honest, on, bro. You know, what's one of the hardest ones you had to deal with, bro? You just like probably like never again. This never my again. boy. Shout out JB Bin Laden, but. I did an interview with him. <laughs> this nigga fell asleep in the interview a couple times. Like, I don't know. It, it was like four in the morning, though, so I'd give him that. But I think he's like, I'll be leaning some more shit. And I asked him a question. He fell asleep and paused. And then I'm like, what, you sleep? You don't hear me? He's like, nah, I was just thinking. But it was a yes or no question, though. Yeah. So it was like, <laughs> I know you want to think he was asleep. But. I don't know. You know. I don't know why motherfuckers, for real, church, 16, I don't, I don't know why people think that it's so easy to create content. Because it's not easy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to know what you're doing. Like, people think it's just a walk in the park. You collect a check, you you go. But it's really not, man. You know, you got to really put the work in. Like, you got to really, you, you got to know how to make art. So for you sitting even behind the camera, bro, and doing what you do, and even being able to stand up through the comments, because there's comments that come in, and not everybody gonna agree with what you're doing, or not everybody's gonna fuck with you because you fucking with the other side, and you're filming them today, or they don't really understand that this is a business for you. Yeah. You know? Do you feel like it's a business for you, or do you feel like it's just some shit you're doing with your homies? No, it's for sure a business. Yeah. Like. I feel like most people understand that, but it'd it be some people that be, oh, he fuck with the ops, so I don't want to work with him. But I just stay away from them. Like, we don't, just because I work with your ops, that mean we into it. Yeah. You know? Dirk? Uh, you know who he, hey, yeah, Dirk. I don't, you I, hear him talking to you, church, you just say, never, hey, man, it's business. I can't say Dirk, though, because I never met him. Like, yeah. I, it's like, I don't want to form no opinion on somebody that I never met. Yeah. Like, and from the people on this in this circle, like they say he don't got no issue with me. So, yeah. But like, I used to think like maybe he didn't like that because I listened to his music and shit and some of the things he's saying in his songs. Yeah. It'd be like, oh, yeah, he don't like people that fuck with his. Songs. I see. I see you and Dirk coming together though. Yeah. Hopefully. That's we just that my personal opinion. I see you and Dirk coming together, and I see y'all coming together for the city and for the culture. Even when I told you, like, I, I see that, like, y'all got to do, you and Dirk got to do one for the culture because everybody's fucked with you. I've watched that. I went and looked at your resume. I'm like, damn, okay, everybody from that section has fucked with him. So to see you and a Dirk collab would be epic. I, well, I thought it was going to come at a point in time because he had made an announcement basically, like, doing an interview in this city yeah. with, like, the uh, 
most turned person that do it or whatever. Yeah. But I guess we was thinking he was talking about as far as like our city. And if he was talking about our city, not on no cocky shit at all, but yeah. like if he was talking about our city, that would be me. But I guess he was just talking about in general, and he did it with Gilly and uh, Wallow. Shout out to Wallow, matter of fact. Oh, Wallow and Gilly. Yeah. I just did some shit with Wallow. It was, it was fun, man. It was a hell of an experience, man. Just, you know, just collabing. That's why I say when the collabs come together, y'all will be surprised what can come out of them. You know what I'm saying? So to see you, 16 shot him with the X, Dirk, collab, man, just and dropping something, man. I think it'll be epic, and I think it'll be something real, real dope for y'all city. You know what I'm saying? Dirk People going, Dirk, if you're watching church, hey, man, we done threw your sign up in the sky, church. Come on now. Jazz on down here. <laughs> hey, man, we got a, a few more minutes, so we got we to gotta dive into it, man. And I, I, I don't want to disturb you with none of this. I don't even want to waste your time because you just did a fire-ass interview, homie, and I think you really let the people know who you are right here. I think this is what you had deserved from the jump. But we're going to give it a two and two real quick. The situation with you, Poetic Flacco, um, we all want to know, man, like, how how were you feeling that day? Like, what happened? Like, man, what... What even what even struck that? I mean, we already know, okay, they say he was pressing, but there had to have been something else to that. Like, man, talk to us, man. Like, the people want to know. Shit. I already said, like, I feel like he got paid off by somebody. Damn. Like, if he didn't, I just can't logically understand, like, why else? You know, why you had this energy? Why you going so hard for this shit? Yeah. To call, I mean, to, to call you a clout chaser and not know you, that was extreme. And then, you know, when somebody uses the words or the terminology along the lines of, you know, suck something off their general, I kind of see. I, I just want to know what went through your mind when the, the words were exchanged and then after that it was no more words. Honestly, like, I seen a lot of people in the comments saying that about the clout chasing shit, like. Yeah. Shit like that be small talk. That shit really is like fake annoying, but it ain't really bothering me for real. Cause it's like, I came with a, a goal. Like mm -hmm. I came with a purpose. I really wanted people to see the type of niggas I'm dealing with and the shit they doing and and like the shit that's going on. I ain't expect all this other shit to happen. So it's like, that's why I really was annoying all that shit and staying calm. Cause it's really, I got a goal. I ain't trying to come in here, get into it motherfuckers and then don't even get the, but honestly, I feel like he exposed them himself type shit. Like, yeah. kept getting caught in lies. Yeah. Now, to because I, I, I want to know and just to even hear it from you, what was the actual problem you you felt like he was trying to come at you with? Like, what was the issue? Like, to where you felt like he just kept trying to press you about something, and, and it seemed like you brought all the receipts. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I I don't know, dude. <laughs> like. I only had, <laughs> I only had a few, few words with him, like, cause I seen he was on the stream, yeah. And uh, somebody had called in, and they were saying crazy shit, and yeah. I ain't really care that you talked to him and called him. It was just like how you started it off, like calling me Cloud Chasing Sixteen. Yeah. So it's like it already feel like something weird going on. When you like, didn't already built your name. 
Yeah. You already done built your name and you stand on it for somebody to tell you that you felt disrespected already. But I saw you hold your own, church, and I really commend you for that. For real. Why would, okay, to even hop up off of him, because, all right, we don't even need to touch that. We touched it enough. The problem with Batman Kevo and him having, because obviously Flacco felt like he could stand behind certain things or certain allegations that were being talked about. What was going on with the Bandman Kevo situation? Because when I talked to you, you had some valid points. And the way you played it down was kind of like it was some petty shit. It was really petty. Uh, I ain't going to lie. Like, I know you want to get the content shit, but I really don't want to talk about doing yeah. I'm tired of that shit. Yeah. Like, the shit out there, though, like, if, if people really want to know all this shit, it's, it's the internet. Yeah. Just go watch this shit back. Right. But like, what I would say is like, this shit really over a girl. Not on my end though, but like that's that's what this shit over. Oh, so what? So you telling me like he did? Because I, I I heard some of the things that he's willing to do, and I didn't just hear it. It's not even something I heard from you, but just from people I've heard in the streets. Like you know, when a nigga got when he got money, he he gonna play. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He know, and and certain people know how to play and know how to troll the internet. You know what I'm saying? So when I kind of heard, because I had overheard that it was over a female, and I'm like, that really don't make no sense. Was this a girl that you, and no names, just is this a girl that you might have moved from this certain somebody? Like, did you take this girl? Did Is this somebody that you were already dealing with? I ain't going to say I took her. I, right. I, like, honestly, I didn't even have Instagram because somebody got my page deleted. Right. You so, about them, yeah. so once my page was deleted, I got I started getting emails from people, and one of the emails was from her, and I ain't really know if it was her for real or not. Something like this, you. I had I think I sent her like a little burner page, like damn this page from your page. She did saying it was her. Just to have one, just so you can communicate yeah. for what it is, because you saw the messy shit coming. So, so like as we talking, it wasn't really nothing like sexual or nothing like relationship wise it was really she was just letting me know shit she was putting me up on game like what type of person i was dealing with and what a motherfucker doing willing to do and everything she really told me started happening so i seen like all oh, this shit real but like us communicating more and more you know shit happened and when it happened i ain't say nothing about it like i kept the shit quiet because it wasn't mm-hmm. no no just to piss you off or get back at him or no shit like that. Like the issue we had, we had squashed it already. Right. It was it was it was dead. It, it was, was like dead. I had no I didn't want to be his friend or nothing that, after that, but we wasn't enemies. It was like you show me your character, you show me what you do when you get mad. So I really don't wanna be friends with you. Like it, it ain't no issue. So it's like when she came along, I really did what like most niggas would do. She an attractive woman. And she cool, I fuck with her. You know, so it's like the shit happened. And I, I ain't gonna lie to you. Talk like, your shit, love one. It's <laughs> bro, you just trying to explain it as calmly and coolly as you can. Like, you know, it was a rendezvous. Yeah, so like <laughs> that shit happened and uh I never really said nothing about it, like how motherfuckers knew is she 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 posted a video about this shit. I was in the video, like, I ain't gonna lie, like, she asked me cushy, I told her I don't really care what you do. 
because I really don't got respect for him. But this ain't, I ain't trying to really piss him off. Like, I really don't be trying to get in the bullshit, especially over no no girl. Like, the shit is yeah. goofy to me. Because yeah. I know how far shit could go. And I feel goofy sitting in jail or get hurt over something like that. With a girl. Especially, like, out of all the, all the shit I've already been through. And you all smart. the shit I, I did to even get to the point I'm at now, go to jail or some shit like that. Yeah, no, so, you smart. Because, uh, you know, I never really understood why niggas... Because I feel like this, homie, and this is just my personal opinion, and I don't feel like you bashed him, nothing. But y'all possibly could have worked together before this. He said that. Y'all could have worked. And and I know it's probably just some shit that's just being said now because it's just where it's at the magnitude and somebody wants to feel bigger. But y'all could have actually really worked together, homie. He, He said that, like, once we did our little talk or whatever, but, like, how do you feel really, about that? I, well, now, now I ain't with it. At the time, I wasn't really against it, but I wasn't looking forward to it. Like, I ain't really care about that. Yeah. Like, I was, he doing his own thing, I'm doing my own thing. Like, when we, when you say we could work together, like, what could we do, an interview with each other or something? Like, <laughs> what <laughs> you I'm trying to see, like, what, 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 what could we really do? Hey. <laughs> Hey, bro, I mean, I just think that y'all could possibly, you know, I mean, now I can't tell you how to feel, loved one, because you know what? If I was in that in that position and something like that may have occurred with me, especially if it comes down to some little bum-ass bitch, and I ain't even trying to knock her, but like, damn, bitch, you already know what, you messy, and you know what you did. And you probably done fucked up a good relationship, but that's neither here nor there. Real niggas gonna stand like they supposed to stand. I ain't gonna and, lie, okay, I can't let you go on her like that, because that ain't in the case for real. Like it, it might. Well, then look talk like, to me it, about it. It might look. Let's like, open it up. It might look like that, but like, I don't know. Everybody not gonna agree, but like with me knowing everything that happened, I kind of understand why she doing what she doing. It's like it's only so much you gonna accept and take from a motherfucker before you you turn against them. But like, let me give you some game though, too, Church. Don't ever, don't ever be a part of that. You don't want to be a part of that. That's already messy. She's already in her emotions about whatever the fuck her and that man got going on. Whatever they done did. Because like I done already said, man, the bitch gonna be the bitch. So you gotta understand that too. That's all I'm telling you. Like you weren't really there when she was ever talking to him about whatever. She's just coming back. And and I'm not even trying to knock baby, but I already know when somebody see they can play the two on the two, they're gonna do that. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. That ain't the case though. I really... All this shit to me is goofy. Like I, I understand all this shit. Other people can't let the shit go. Like I ain't gonna lie, it was a point in time like I was, I was on bullshit, but that's because my folks playing with me. Everything I did was a reaction to something. Yeah. And I always gave a warning. But I guess when I get warnings, people, I don't know if they like calling my bluff or they think I'm trying to be tough and threat them. But it's really like I'm not on this, bro. Chill, cause right. it's just gonna keep. Going farther and going farther. farther, and it's like, and farther. I, know, I know way too much. Like, I know way too much. It's still shit I know that I ain't said or put out there. Right. Like, I always give a warning. Motherfucker do something. <laughs> then I react. And then motherfucker look at me crazy. Like, damn, you did all this. You, But I told you, leave me alone. Right. I got to ask you this before we get up out of here. Because I ain't going to trouble you with too much of it. You said what you said. And I like that. And I like how you stand on it. I'm gonna ask you, Bane, for the in, the in the next five, ten years, where can we see 16 shot him and where can we see the company going? Shit, the goal is just to have like build a, a way bigger team type shit in different states. 
yeah. so I could be a little like more like worldwide with it. Yeah. Like I see how Vlad do his interviews. Yeah. You know, he don't really gotta be there. You can just do that shit virtually. Yo, Adam ain't been in this motherfucker <laughs> neither later, man. Hey, man, where the fuck you been at, church? Bring your ass back off vacation. We need you. <laughs> I fuck with that, though, because that means yeah. you can be in whatever state you want without actually have to go through all the traveling, get on the plane, all that shit. So it's like my goal is to just have a big media company, yeah. you know, have people all around, yeah. just take it to another level, put out way more content to build a bigger team. Like, even like how... How no jumper ran like how's you know it's a lot of y'all everybody we gotta we got yeah. we're like they they consider to me and to what i've even heard we're like the 96 bulls yeah i'll go crazy you dig what i'm saying bro we got the whole starting lineup it's like a network you know it is i go on my tv that's all i'm seeing every day different mm. shit like that's that's the goal because i know just me alone shout out I no jumper shout out no jumper man for what we doing man love that what's up for real, just to even hear from you, like, man, you know what you want to hold a criteria to. Like, man, shit, I see what y'all niggas doing. And you're no different. You can do that. Why not? Why not try it, man? Yeah, I shit. mean, I, at first, you know, when you first started, you just, every day you learn, and you learn every day. It's a learning yeah. process. So now that's what my mind on. First I was learning the camera shit, learning how to do the interviews, just learning the craft. But now I'm learning, like, the business and, what what you know is like what parts to put to the team type shit like yeah. what I need publicist shit like that. Yeah. I wasn't aware of none of that. It's still things that I I need to learn about. Yeah. So, what do you feel like you're missing from your formula shit up. that you do know about, but you're just trying to obtain? Really, the, the team. Like I, I have a team, but my team really do shit like take the editing off me or help me film or put the content out shit like that. But I need more things like. Like I said, like a publicist or what else? Like I got uh, you, Church. You just holler at me, man. I want to sign you on. I want to sign you on, Church. Come <laughs> on and come fuck with me, man. We'll talk some business. We're going to get this shit together, man, because you own to something. For real. Pass all the bullshit because I don't want people to paint you in that light because I think that was just you really just standing up for you, man. You felt disrespected in certain senses of what they have saw you on last. You know, me talking to you, you a very intelligent person, bro. And you know what you're doing with the game that you got. You know what I'm saying? Like, for real, I got to give you your roses on that, man. Because just even talking to you, 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 you're in. You understand, you understand this shit. People watch your shit because you bring real to reality. I like that. Me and you are a lot alike in that, in that aspect. I like that about you. You bring real to reality. That's what people want, right? That's what they they, they, they fiend for. Yeah. They want to see the truth, right? I really, what I be trying to do, because a lot of artists I work with, I notice like when they die, well, it's fucked up to even have to say, but like when they die, the fans act like it's a game or something. Like they'll be like, oh, the BD's up three points now, or oh, the GD's up this. And it's like, they y'all keeping score like this a basketball game or something. So like, I kind of wanted to like show, show people like, these real people. Like, it's just like, this could be your brother, your sister, like how you look at them and when they die, you get sad and you don't, like, these real people, they got real emotions. They not just savages and evil and crazy like y'all think. Like, a lot of this shit be systematic. A lot of shit and situations people put in. Like, yeah, you make, a lot of the people, yeah, they are making choices to do certain things, but it's like, 
this shit really was set up like this. It's like, it's not a coincidence. Like this shit get deep all the way down to like the projects in Chicago. Like, I think Ruger even came on here and explained that shit. Like the projects, it's, it's a reason they made the projects. And uh, it was basically to see like what people would do when they all crowded up in buildings like that with poverty. And they tested it with, with mice and shit and seen what they did. And then they did it with black people. And at first they all started like, you know, they, they might put like a building over here with money, this building don't got shit, but like people start fighting and killing each other, just doing all type of crazy shit. But once people start making money and starting to figure out how to like really make money out them buildings and get millions and start uplifting, they tore them down. And when they tore them down, it made shit even worse. I now, remember the Caprini Greens. Yeah. Remember them? Yeah. They still it's they still got the Caprini Greens. It's just low rise now. Mm. But like once they tore that shit down, everybody like started spreading out. That's why it's a lot of people in Chicago that's in tour with their family and cousins and shit. Cause they was all in the same building as family, but this family went over here on this side, and this family went over here on that side. So, you know, as shit escalated, it's like, that's my cousin, but yeah, op. And some people really be in tour with their cousins like they'd kill them. It's like, and it's all from them doing that shit with the buildings. Like once they seen people start making money, they tore the shit down. And not saying like people don't don't gotta like take responsibility for what people doing, but a lot of people are really born in this shit and don't know no other way. Or don't got no choice. He's a deep brother. And I appreciate you, homie, for coming here today. And I'm gonna need your ass back too, man. Just keep mashing, keep getting pressed. <laughs> I need you to do that, man, because that just gives us more to talk about more of your sightseeing that you go and do. I appreciate you for coming and fucking with me today, Thank man. And just, hey, just, and just coming and breaking it down and we ain't gonna talk about no sucker shit. That ain't what we was here for, we was here for you. And I feel like we executed that here today. Sure. The Sharp Tank, no jumper. Sharpest, coolest podcast in the world. And you know what we all, hey Riley, Shoot us out the gym out this motherfucker. Judy!